Chapter One of Grace Harlowe's First Year at Overton College. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Grace Harlowe's First Year at Overton College by Jessie Graham Flower. Chapter One Off to College. Do you remember what you said one October day last year, Grace, when we stood on this platform and said goodbye to the boys? asked Anne Pearson no what did i say asked grace harlowe turning to her friend anne you said returned anne that when it came your turn to go to college you were going to slip away quietly without saying good-bye to anyone but your mother and here you are with almost half oakdale at the train to see you off to college now anne you know perfectly well that people are down here to see you and miriam too laughed grace i'm not half as much a celebrity as you are grace harlowe miriam nesbit and anne pearson stood on the station platform completely surrounded by their many friends who regardless of the fact that it was half-past seven o'clock in the morning had made it a point to be at the station to wish them godspeed this is the second public gathering this week remarked miriam nesbit who despite the chatter that was going on around her had heard grace's laughing remark i know it agreed grace there was just as large a crowd here when nora and jessica went away last monday doesn't it seem dreadful that we are obliged to be separated how i hated to see the girls go and we won't be together again until christmas oh here come the boys announced eva allen who with miriam barber had been standing a little to one side of the three girls at this juncture four smiling young men hurried through the crowd of young people and straight to the circle surrounding the three girls where they were received with cries of we were afraid you'd be too late and why didn't you get here earlier we're awfully sorry exclaimed david nesbit we had to wait for hippy he overslept as usual we threw as much as a shovelful of gravel against his window but he never stirred finally we had to waken his family and it took all of them to waken him don't you believe what david nesbit says retorted hippy do you suppose i slept a wink last night knowing that the friends of my youth were about to leave me hippy sniffed dolefully and buried his face in his handkerchief now now hippy protested miriam if you insist on shedding crocodile tears although i don't believe you could be sad long enough to shed even that kind we shall feel that you are glad to get rid of us never ejaculated hippy fervently oh if only i had irish nora here to stand up for me she wouldn't allow any one except herself to speak harsh and cruel words to me we shan't be able to speak many more words of any kind to you said miriam consulting her watch the train is due in ten minutes when grace harlowe and her three dear friends nora o'malley jessica bright and anne pearson began to make history for themselves in their freshman year at oakdale high school none of them could possibly imagine just how dear they were to become to the hearts of the hundreds of girls who made their acquaintance in grace harlowe's plebe year at high school the story of their freshman year was one of manifold trials and triumphs it was at the beginning of the year that grace harlowe had championed the cause of anne pearson a newcomer to oakdale then and there a friendship sprang up between the two girls that was destined to be lifelong. The repeated efforts of several malicious girls to discredit Anne in the eyes of her teachers and her final triumph in winning the freshman prize offered to the class by Mrs. Gray, a wealthy resident of Oakdale, made the narrative one of interest and aroused a desire on the part of the reader to know more about Grace and her friends. In Grace Harlow's sophomore year at high school, the girl chums appeared as basketball enthusiasts, in this volume was related the efforts of julia crosby a disagreeable junior and miriam nesbit a disgruntled sophomore to disgrace anne and wrest the basketball captaincy from grace 
through the magnanimity of grace harlowe miriam and julie were brought to a realization of their own faults and in time became the faithful friends of both anne and grace during grace harlowe's junior year at high school the famous sorority the phi sigma tau was organized by the four chums for the purpose of looking after high school girls who stood in need of assistance in that volume eleanor savelli the self-willed daughter of an italian violin virtuoso made her appearance the difficulties grace and her chums encountered in trying to befriend eleanor and her final contemptuous repudiation of their friendship made absorbing reading for those interested in following the fortunes of the oakdale high school girls their senior year was perhaps the most eventful of all at the very beginning of the fall term the high school gymnasium was destroyed by fire failing to secure an appropriation from either the town or the state the four classes of the girls high school pledged themselves to raise the amount of money required to rebuild the gymnasium in grace harlowe's senior year at high school the story of the senior class bazaar the daring theft of the hard-earned money before the bazaar had closed and grace harlowe's final recovery of the stolen money under the strangest of circumstances furnished material for a narrative of particular interest after graduation the four chums accompanied by their nearest and dearest friends had spent a long and delightful summer in europe on returning to oakdale the real parting of the ways had come for nora and jessica had already departed for an eastern city to enter a well-known conservatory of music marion barber and eva allen were to enter smith college the following week eleanor savalli had long since sailed for italy and now the morning train was to bear miriam nesbitt grace harlowe and anne pearson to overton an eastern college finally decided upon by the three girls last year we left you on the station platform gazing mournfully after the train that bore me away from oakdale remarked hippy reminiscently how embarrassed i felt at so much attention and yet how sweet it was to know that you had gathered here not to see david nesbitt reddy brooks tom gray or any such insignificant persons off to school but that i theophilus hippopotamus wingate was the object of your tender solicitations i expected it groaned david i don't see why we ever woke him up and dragged him along as i was about to say when rudely interrupted continued hippy calmly i shall miss you of course but not half so much as you will miss me i hope you will think of me and you may write to me occasionally if it will be a satisfaction to you i know you will not forget me who having once met me could forget hippy folded his arms across his chest and looked languishingly at the three girls a chorus of giggles from those grouped around the girls and derisive groans from the boys greeted hippy's sentimental speech suddenly a long shrill whistle was heard that's your train girls said mr harlow who with mrs harlow mrs nesbitt and mary pearson had drawn a little to one side while their dear ones said their last farewells to their four boyfriends the circle about the three girls closed in the air resounded with good-byes the last kisses and handshakes were exchanged reckless promises to send letters and postcards were made then still surrounded grace miriam and anne made their way to the car steps and into the train grace clung first to her mother then to her father how can i do without you she said over and over again tears stood in her grey eyes she winked them back bravely i'm going to show both of you just how much i appreciate going to college by doing my very best she whispered her father patted her reassuringly on the shoulder while her mother gave her a last loving kiss i know you will dear child she said affectionately remember grace added her father a suspicious mist in his own eyes you are not to rush headlong into things you are to do a great deal of looking before you even make up your mind to leap i'll remember father truly i will responded grace her face sobering all aboard all aboard shouted the conductor 
Those who had entered the train to say farewell left it hurriedly. Goodbye, goodbye, cried Grace, leaning out the car window. From the platform as the train moved off, clear on the air rose the Oakdale High School yell. It's in honour of us, said Grace softly. Dear old Oakdale, I wonder if we can ever like college as well as we have high school. End of chapter 1